Hey, fam bros, this is Tatiana King-Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech. Happy New Year. On this edition of Fan Bros, we discuss our New Year's resolutions, CES 2014. We give our relationship advice and Oscar predictions for this year. And plus, where in the world is DJ Ben Amin? Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And welcome, Internet, to another edition of Fan Bros. This is not your boy DJ Ben Amin, but your girl Tatiana King-Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech. What do you mean? I'm right here. I'm DJ Ben Hameen. Listen, stop lying. You ain't DJ. I'm DJ Ben Hameen. Feel me? Spin, spin backwards. Anyways, that is not <laughs> DJ Ben Hameen, but the amazing, oh, thank phenomenal, you. thank you, righteous, thank you, Kim Son. Kim Sonian, what's up, party people? The ghost producer of Fan Bros. Yeah, a lot uh, of people don't know that, you know, that you like here behind the scenes keeping us together, keeping on, keeping the tape and the glue together. I, I do it for the love because I love geeks of color. I love the idea of fan bros. But uh, it's true. DJ Benjamin is actually right now in Ethiopia where he's been for almost the past month. Yeah. Being fabulous and <laughs> being a DJ for all the rich Ethiopian elite. Apparently he's big time in Ethiopia. He's huge He is in a Ethiopia. huge name. He's he's re- actually this is not a lie. DJ Benjamin is huge in Ethiopia. I think he has billboards over there. He does radio interviews. Yep. Internet, you guys don't know how big B- DJ Benjamin is. But the other thing that I really feel like he's over there because all those sultry brown women are just coming <laughs> up to him. DJ Benjamin, please play Miley Cyrus for me. <laughs> Please, DJ Benjamin. <laughs> Plus, DJ, he looks Ethiopian, too, so he could just slide oh, in. Oh, wow. He's in a whole other world. He's treated like a king over there. So, wow. shout out, DJ Benjamin. We miss you. Shouts to uh, Addis Ababa. That's where he is. That's right. Particularly. And shout out to everyone over there that's listened to the show, because I know we have an international audience. That's right. Uh, all over the world. That's right. First off, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy 2014. How are you doing? Fucking 2014. Isn't that, isn't that extra futuristic it's to say so that? It's so futuristic. When I was growing up, if you said 2014, that was like spaceships and cars that fly. Yeah, flying skateboards. And like, and... yeah, levitation devices <laughs> and time travel. Where is all that stuff, by the way? Well, in well, New York. Well, some of it. Right, but... right. But in New York, we actually got a new mayor who's... Um, Married to a black woman, he's white, and he's Blasito. Yeah, De Blasio, and so maybe there's progress, but <laughs> that's want, the most. That's the most in the future we've got. I know. So far. It's like a, no uh, hoverboards, but you got you got you got a white mayor that's married to a black woman. All right, with, yeah, mixed kids. Yeah, t- like thirty years too late, by the way. Yeah. But anyway, it's also really cold here in New York, internet. It's cold all over the United States right now, but it is super fucking cold in we New York right now. the polar vortex. The polar vortex, which is a, a superhero that I should have came up with a long time ago. Polar vortex. <laughs> Doesn't that, um, in, um, what's the, what's the movie? The kids movie, The Incredibles, the Frozen dude, Samuel L. Jackson's character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Froyo. Yeah. What's, what's his name, Froyo? And I'm just saying the name of a Frozen I yogurt. don't know. I think it's- Frozone. 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 I got it. I got it. Okay. Actually, I like Froyo better. We could have been like, motherfucker, <laughs> you, what are you doing? What? I feel Froyo. If you were Froyo. a superhero, you'd be Froyo? Froyo with ice. Like- if I was a black superhero with ice powers, I definitely would be Froyo. So your headquarters would be like at Pinkberry or something? No, nah, I wouldn't. <laughs> I don't think I'd go the yogurt route. I would just okay. be like real negatory with the language. <laughs> But I'd be really nice with my... You'd be an awfulizer? Man, yeah, I'd be an awfulizer. <laughs> Which, actually, you know, I do have to speak on this. The grand awfulizer, our uh, co-host Chico Leo, is kind of lost in space right now. Again. If, you, if you've seen the movie Gravity, uh, George Clooney takes a little trip for a minute. And I think Chico right now is uh, floating somewhere between uh, Again. the Crab Nebula and... <laughs> Somewhere out there, um, you know, he's cool with everybody. We're all cool with Chico, but I think for now, uh, Chico's in, uh, yeah, deep space. Um, deep space so nine, homie. Definitely. So shout out to Chico for sure. Yeah, um, we still got love for you, man. We love you. He loves us. Yes. He's still a fan, bro. And who knows? He might come out of that black hole on the other side and and come down and, and bless us once again in the spaceship that we have here. So, um, Tatiana, what's up for 2014? What's going on with you? I have my main resolution. Let me let me give you some resolutions right now. My main resolution to travel more. 
Uh-huh. I want to be big time like Ben Amin. Yes. You know, I want to go over to like the south of France and they'd be like, ah, Tatiana, what's up, what's up, hey, yo, come to the party, yeah, yeah. So you need to DJ, Tatiana, that's what you You know, that's funny. I actually talked to Ben Amin about that and he said he's going to teach me. He's going to teach you how to DJ? He's going to teach me how to DJ. I've always wanted to learn. So call me in like three years when you get nice. (laughs) Because that's how long it's going to take. Yeah, because I know a lot of people who think they can DJ and they just don't. But like... Am I gonna be like the real DJ with like real vinyl, or am I doing some like straight nah, up? Nah, no, there's no MT3 real vinyl. stuff. Aren't you the Grand Duchess of Tech? I don't learn how to scratch it. No, but see, I feel like to 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 pay homage to like the the, the grandmasters, I need to do some vinyl on this, at least to know just to have that. I know yeah. on a regular party ain't gonna be doing that, but you know, I just feel like. Well, am while, I doing too much? While I respect your, uh, you know, admiration for the past, yeah. nowadays you can scratch on, you know, CD turntables. Yeah, yeah. you, you don't need the vinyl. Yeah. I know, so. but I just feel like they're like, you know, you're a real grandmaster when you've been doing it back in the day. So you want to be a grandmaster or you just want to spin? No, I just want to spin. Right now, I just yeah. want to spin. I'm talking about like eventually down the line. So, yeah, call me in three years and uh, yeah, invite me to that party. I will. DJ Tatiana. <laughs> DJ Grand Duchess. DJ Grand Duchess. DJ yeah. Grand Duchess, get it together, man. That does sound old school. You're right. You do need to spin vinyl. <laughs> yeah, that does sound old school. God. So yeah. I'm going to travel, learn how to DJ. Obviously, Fan Bros is going to expand much, much more. We had got to yes. give you guys a teaser. We talked about Fan Bros TV. Yes. That's in the works. That's in the works. We're going to do some more, um, probably some more guest, ho- or guest spots on uh, Arise TV. That's right. People are clamoring for the Fan Bros brand. Yes. So please keep supporting us. Please keep listening. Tell your friend to tell a friend. And one of the things we love to do here at Fan Bros is we like to... Uh, what do you call it? Mm, pull the fan bros out of the closet. A ah. lot of there's a lot of closeted fan bros. Yes, and I've been going around with my fan bro radar and people who you would never think were really into you know kind of the fandom universe are literally coming out and saying like yo that's dope that's so yes. so cool yeah I was into comics or you know I love superhero stuff and. After a certain point in your life, sometimes maybe you get a little older, you're not so forward with your <laughs> fandom appreciation. Maybe a little nervous. Uh, yeah. and But I say, doesn't matter what age you are, embrace your fan broness and come clean, come out, reveal yourself, be free, be you. <laughs> Be in your moment. <laughs> the fan bros allows you to. <laughs> exactly. It is okay. Exactly. What about you? Have any resolutions? Yeah. For 2014, my resolution is to... Um, yeah, definitely slim down the waistline. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because a person of my statitude should not be weighing... <laughs> Hashtag statitude. Should not be carrying around the kind of weight that I carry around. I, I don't. I got the weight of the world on my shoulders. I do not so need... So what are you going to be doing? You're going to be like doing the whole treadmill thing for like two weeks then bouncing or like because people say that all the time i know i know that's such a lame resolution by the way like oh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna slim down um it's not is it if it's important to you it's important no you just gotta do it yeah yeah no you're right and actually i'm already doing it so okay i feel good about that big ups yeah yeah yeah. I'm, I'm already doing it but uh yeah definitely um that's one thing that i have a lot of personal projects i want to manifest instead of just clamoring about them and um, you know keep the film animation projects bubbling um, and you know I think the most important thing is to and also definitely to make fan bros you know uh, stand out yes and stand apart and put our efforts into that but you know resolutions are a tricky thing like most of the time you know you start a resolution and then I don't know like last year did you know January 1st you were going to get married in the middle of the year yes you did. Yes, because I was engaged for two years. Oh. <laughs> is that how it works? No. That's, is, is that Not normal. It, right, it just really depends for, for, you know, it depends for a couple, but yeah, it is yeah. what it is. Yeah. All right, all right. So you have some, some typical resolutions. I just think this is the first of the beginning of the greatest fan bros year ever. What do you think? I, I agree with you. I think that's great. Great spirit to have. Uh, you know, I agree with you wholeheartedly, but we just can't keep talking about it. So we just got to do it. Got it. Yeah. And in order to be able to do it, we actually need your help, Fambros. We are still looking for writers for our website. We're still looking for people who want to post um, articles, who want to do editorials, who want to post art. We can do that. But we need consistent, good writers for the website, Fambros.com. Definitely. And I think... For those who think, you know, who read all these blogs and all this stuff mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, I can write that, then 
Fan Bros is your place. We're willing to showcase your work. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you do have to be coherent in the English language. You do have to know how to use social media networks yes, with that, an S. The, that yes. means including Google Plus. I don't care what you say. Including Google Plus, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter. What's Google Plus? Oh, man. Come see, on. Don't do that. See. Don't do that. Don't do That's that. That's the thing that people keep adding me to their circles. And I'm like, I never use that shit. <laughs> what, <laughs> what is Google Plus? If you, if you are good with uh, YouTube, know how to upload real, you know, good, com- uh, good content, we need you. Hit us up on Twitter. You can hit me up at Tatiana King. You can hit Kimson up at, at Kimsonian. You can hit up DJ Ben Amin up at DJ Ben Amin. And even the Fan Bros Twitter account, which is at Fan Bros Show. And obviously, you can hit us up on the website, fanbros.com. Um, actually, we all have Fan Bros email addresses now, too. So you can hit me up, Tatiana, at fanbros.com. There, and which which is great. Um, I love the branding of all this stuff. Yes. So please, please send in your submissions, even if it's original stuff that you know you want to get off your chest as a fan bro, as a fan person. We need more expressions of uh, blurredism or yes, who you know, just alternative views on the the geek uh, culture. Yes, sir. So um, you know, we're that destination for your life. Yes, and with that, we'll take a quick break. What's up? This is Spike Lee from the Republic of Brooklyn, New York. Keep it locked right here on Fan Bros, where the bros are fans. Later. And welcome to another edition of Fan Bros. This is your boy, DJ Ben Hameen. I'm chilling in Ethiopia right now. I got two turntables and a microphone. And all these beautiful brown ladies asking me to play the latest jams. <laughs> Right? That's what he would say, though. Oh, That's God. Kinda what he that would was say. actually an amazing DJ Ben I mean, That's impersonation. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. You didn't butcher a name, though, so you you only get like right. a, you only get a B plus for that. I can't do that. Yeah, he's he's classic with that butchering name. You got to butcher a name. Yeah, definitely. Well, I hope that break wasn't too long. We are now back with Fan Bros Show, and I'm going right into the tech segment. Yes, please. What's happening in tech this week, Tatiana? This week is actually a huge week. Uh, this is CES week, uh, Consumer Electronics Show out in right. Vegas. Uh, right. Happens every year right in the beginning of January. It's uh, a, a place where all, most of the consumer electronics companies come out. Right. You know, they show preview, up the latest gear. Right, they preview the latest gear, right. the, all the stuff they're working on. And that's also the place where Michael Bay walks off because his teleprompter <laughs> did not work. Yeah. When he's plugging, when he's part of a multi-million dollar uh, ad campaign and plugging the stuff. That was weird. Did you see that video? I did. That was I did, and I had weird. some comments on it. See, my thing about it is twofold with that. First, he he's kind of a punk for walking off stage. Totally. I mean, like you can't just say, "Ah, oh, I'm I'm done with this. I'm gone," and then like dip. What for you guys who didn't see the video? We'll post a link on the video on uh, on the website or on the on SoundCloud. But what he does is he's trying to talk about this Samsung new TV, this new TV from Samsung, and. He starts talking a little bit, and then I guess something happens with his teleprompter where he can't follow along with it because this man don't, doesn't know anything about the TV. And he gets frustrated. He says, okay, I'm going to wait. Let me wait. He says this out loud, by the way. I'll just wait. Yeah. Like, but he literally. Was, but the, the question was, the question was, what makes, I don't know, your job so special? And he's like, oh, I get paid to imagine well, and come up with my imagination and the, all this stuff. And the, the question, right, the question specifically, the question was, so how does the, how will the new TV help your, like, help your work and your gotcha, brand type, right, type of stuff? So. Right. That he that question was 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 proposed and the teleprompter went down again and Michael Bay kind of just like space he did like deer in headlights look and it was like yeah I'm sorry he literally said and I quote yeah I'm sorry and walked off the stage yeah I saw that now the other part of this is personally I think the Samsung rep that was on stage with him should have saved his ass because mm. first of all some people have brought up a good point to me you know he's a paid spokesman he's not really paid to know about the product he's just paid to use his name mm. and his and his um uh notoriety not mm. necessarily because he's an expert at it which makes sense so to me the samsung guy should have swooped in and saved him like okay you know kind of picked up where he left yeah, off but don't you think somebody like michael bay who's been making movies for like almost no, 20 absolutely years not. absolutely not you don't think he should have just stuck it out and been like oh you oh know so he stuck it out I yeah. think he should have. Right. I mean, like you said, because he's in the movie business. Right. Uh, so you kind of should know a little bit about being impromptu type of work. Like, yeah. yeah, he's not an actor, but doesn't he do cameos in his own films? 
I don't know. That was a weird situation. Maybe he was bugging. His tweet afterwards was really kind of interesting because he's going to show up. Apparently, they're doing a tour of this. Yeah. He was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Teleprompter problems. Yeah. And and just like he, I don't know. He just really freaked out. That TV looks kind of sick, though. It's bendable or is it bends? Yes. It's it's flexible. Yeah, that's crazy. Speaking of uh, bad spokespeople, uh, Alicia Keys is no longer under contract with BlackBerry. Not oh. that anybody cared, but... Uh, yeah. Sorry, I'm not that Blackberry person. <laughs> Blackberry's dead. Sorry, y'all. Another, but but besides all that, another really dope thing that happened at CES. Okay. The T-Mobile president, John Laguerre. Okay. This guy is the G of Gs. Do you know he did not? Remember what I said? The president of T... Excuse me, the CEO of T-Mobile. Right. He crashed the AT&T party. Okay. This dude walked in there, was like drinking, having a good old time, and he wore a hot pink T-Mobile t-shirt. Okay. Didn't try to hide it, was just in there chilling, la, 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 rah, rah, rah. And then someone said, yo, the CEO of T-Mobile is up in the AT&T party. And and then they escorted him right on out. Oh. Gave him the boot. Get out of here. Now, now for you, you're just like, oh, well, what's the big deal? He's just in a party. He went to the party of his biggest, of his company's biggest rival. Biggest rival, right. So they weren't having it. And that became a big, a big internet blow up. Besides crashing the party at CES, when he gave his presentation, he, he, he likes to curse a lot. Okay. So he was just going in on everybody saying, this is BS and your carrier sucks and blah, blah, blah. Like just talking out of, just talking out the side of his neck. Mm. He's crazy. And then he went and dropped a huge bomb during the T-Mobile presentation. T-Mobile will pay you. $350 per line to switch to their network. What? Yes. So if you're on Verizon, yeah. Sprint, okay. or AT&T, okay. and you say, you know what? I'm fed up with all these charges. I'm fed up with all this. You call up at Excuse me. You call up T-Mobile. You tell them what you want to do. They say, okay, we'll give you $350 per line to take care of your ETF fees, your early termination fees. Right. Um, you can you have to trade in your old phone, your phone that you use on the other network, okay. but they will give you up to $300 in credit. Okay. And they are trying to make it as easy as possible for these people to get off of all these other networks. That's great. So how long, being the Grand Duchess of Tech, yeah. how long do you think it'll take for that to actually work? Do you think people are doing it right now? Yes. Or I really? Think, I think because they said as, as soon as they, they did the um, announcement, they were like, it's effective like immediately. Okay. Um, I actually tweeted about it and like I got an instant reaction from people. They were like, yo, my contract is up too. I'm, I'm going over there. People was asking me they could um, trade in their like Razor flip phones. I was like, nah, that's too old. <laughs> so, right. Razor so. flip phone? Who follows you on Twitter? <laughs> Jeez. Everybody follows me on Twitter. Oh Everybody goodness. who's into technology. You got grandmas following you on Twitter. <laughs> They're like, she's such a nice little girl. She's such a nice lady. She helps me with the technology. Exactly. Um, some quick shots from CES. The first sub $1,000 4K TV, which is only a 28-inch display, kind of small. But it called me cost $699. Okay. Dell creating that. They, they putting that out. Um, Samsung is going to release the Galaxy S5 by April, which, oh, wow. which really means March, but they're going to release it. Okay. That was huge news. Um, Sony actually um, decided to say, you know what, we're finally going to launch PlayStation Now. That was their streaming network that they had mentioned in E3. Right, right. Um, they're actually going to start it in June. Okay. And immediately in June, you'll be able to stream PS games, PlayStation games, to your PS4 and your PS3. Wow. Right? Isn't that like PS3 too? Right, That's because cool. because natively the PS4 can't do backwards. Isn't backwards right. compatible? Isn't backwards you can't compatible. just because That's of the why I always set. hated those. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Um, and then later on, like around September, um, you'll be able to stream to um, the Vita and like their TVs, their Sony TVs um, games. So what and what they did was they just showed you how you can play a PS3 game on your Vita and then switch it to your Bravia TV. And then eventually switch it over to your PS4, and it's so all streaming. Everything is streaming. Everything talking is to all each streaming other. Through from the cloud. Yeah. Be able to do cloud saves, where right. you know, like you save it on one device, pick it up on another device. No more memory cards for your PS4. I mean, PS3, right? I mean, that's that's what they're trying to do. So gotcha. it's it's just good that they finally are moving forward on their word because when they talked about it in E3, they made it seem like it was like years away, but it's re- it looks like it's about to be ready now. All right. And finally, the WWE is finally launching their twenty four seven digital streaming network. So all the wrestling that Tatiana's always ever wanted to watch. Yes. It's all <laughs> there. 
starting you're like, I think you're the only woman that I know who, <laughs> who, who is excited about I, this. I'm, but I'm excited. When I'm excited about WWE in general. Like, I like wrestling, period. I mean, WWE pisses me off in the last couple of years, but just wrestling. I'm a wrestling wait, fan. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, I think this is another show. This but, is another show. We'll talk you, about but, that later. But you definitely have to let us know why WWE has been pissing you off. First of all, w, how can WWE piss you off? What is it? I got I got two words. Attitude era. Best era. Now we're in the PG era. Oh, I see. Okay. So, oh shoot. Yeah, so that's a whole wow. nother that's a whole nother another episode. Shout out WWE consistently bringing entertainment to kids 15 and well no, I guess no. Not, 9 to 69. Pretty much. Shout yeah. out to Vince McMahon. No chance in hell. But just to say the uh the WWE network is launching on February 24th. Um, the big thing about it, the reason why you sh- actually should be excited about it is because it will let you watch all the pay-per-views all year long. And, and each pay-per-view is about like 50 to $60. Right. You can watch all of them for nine ninety nine a month. So it's a monthly fee. It's a monthly fee. You get access to all the pay-per-views and a, a bunch of other content. You get access to replays. Right. I mean, it's really good. It's, right. it, it, it actually so, sounds like a really good deal. So they're basically doing a subscription service for a WWE channel. It seems like there's a WWE channel that's but, a streaming service. Right, but this is a digital media. This is all digital. So this is going to be streamed on, on platforms like Amazon, like right. Kindle, right. Like iPad, right. phones, right. things like that. Right, cool. Yeah, so I, you know, I like it. And uh, with that, I think we'll take another break. Awesome. This is Juno Diaz. When I'm not making art for my community, I'm listening to Fan Bros. And we're back. I hope that break wasn't too long. It's your girl, DJ, DJ Grand Duchess. <laughs> you didn't like that? that. <laughs> nah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's not Ben Hameen, I got to say. DJ Ben Hameen has a, the way it rolls off the tongue. Yeah, I don't know it's, if it rolls nice off reason. his tongue. I think that's the whole point <laughs> is that that's, it's unique because it doesn't roll off his tongue. But anyway, uh, I just want to say um, DJ Ben Hameen was a little anxious about the show being that he's not here, you know, and I just want to let him know. Shout out to you, son. It's all good. <laughs> Me and Tatiana holding it down. Why don't you worry about the brown ladies asking for that latest <laughs> that latest Miley Cyrus track? Oh, come on, man. Why you got to play that man? No, that I'm man not. doing a good bang-up hey, job over he's there. He's doing an awesome job. And he's supposed to bring us back some stuff. So remember that. Before you get back, remember, you're supposed to bring me back something I could wear. That's right. I don't, you're supposed to bring back um, Kim Sun some of that um, Tej. That's right. Or something else. Something from there. I mean, damn. Yes, right. World Traveler, shout out to DJ Ben Hameen as usual. What's up next, Tatiana? What you got? Well, this is something that the fan bros actually have um, been proposing to us. Um, a lot of people ask us a lot of different questions yes. about everything, but in particular, we get a lot of advice questions. Like, That's right. Whether it's questions about technology, like what kind of device they should buy, like what kind of phone, or whether it's like, you know, okay, what comic book should I read next? And we also get some other special um, requests, like um, dating advice. Get out of here. I'm serious. Dating advice. I'm serious. I'm serious. I mean, as you said, you know, you got people who are like closeted fan bros. And yes. So they have the 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 idea that, you know, they want to share their fan bro-ness with yes. the world, but they don't know how to do it without scaring off, you know, the opposite sex or maybe the same sex, depending on what. This is equal opportunity show. Sure. Um, but it's just like, you know... I'm just shocked that people want to know that. But I mean, I'm very, I could give you some great advice, actually. Let, I'm married, so I can give you some yeah, great advice. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Tatiana um, is married, and she's also a very high-powered individual. So, oh, Lord. Um, and her husband's not too shabby either. So <laughs> power couple, I would say yes. Power couple, you ask. I say yes, power couple. Um but yeah, I think it's really important that uh, people who do have very particular affinities and likes are able to express them very openly yeah. and feel comfortable in that. So what kind of questions uh, do you think uh, should be addressed? Well, I mean, I hear things like, you know, well, I'm a, I'm a geek. You know, I like to play video games and I'm not sure this girl, this girl's real pretty. I'm not sure she even likes video games like that. I think she might reject me stuff like that or I'll get stuff from girls who are like you know I'm really into technology but I don't want to scare off the dude like I don't want him you know to think that either you know I really don't like it and I'm just liking it to get his attention because that actually happens a lot or um, I like this and the guy's gonna think I'm weird 
to right. come into it. Right. So, I mean, obviously, we live that every day, fam bros. Um, like I said, I'm married. I'm actually married to a fellow fam bro. Thank God. So we Fan bros do get married. Fan bros do get married. So, you know, we both, you know, we, we live together and play video games and read comics and all this stuff like that. So Wait, you guys read each other comics? That's a little... Yeah. No, well, we don't read each other comics. <laughs> like, we like, read it hey, like... hey, baby, you got that Spider-Man? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But, like, you know, we, we... The point is that you can be with someone who does like the same stuff you like even if you with someone who's a little different you can learn how to incorporate your interests with theirs and make it cool so we're going to be able to answer those questions to you so now we are suggesting that you give us some of your your relationship or dating questions and uh, me dj ben i mean even kimson the super producer will give you some great advice with my limited knowledge about relationships <laughs> i will do my best to counsel the needy fan bros out there. <laughs> and we'll definitely, um, what we'll probably end up doing is posting up on a website. You know, we will keep, if you don't want your name out there, we'll keep you anonymous. If you want to use a pseudonym, we'll use that as well. But we're serious. We really want to help you guys. Look, this is 2014. We got to get out of the old school way of thinking. Please, if you have any relationship questions or you need some advice of some sort, let us know. We'll be able to answer it for you. I think that's a great idea. Um, I actually, I would like to ask you, Tatiana, yes. when... When did you realize that your fanbroness was not an obstacle in your relationships? When, let's see, in high school? Or whenever. Was it ever conscious for you or was oh, it? Oh, yeah. So you you were very self-conscious about your fanbroness? All the time, all the time. Really? I've been a fanbro since I could play video games, which was like five years old. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was always conscious that I was a little quote-unquote weird or different. But I, when I got older, like around high school, that's when I embraced it. And the only reason is because all the dudes would be like, yo, she cool, she cool, you know? Less, less. Like, they didn't treat me any differently. At least the, the group of friends I had found at the time didn't treat me differently from the rest of the crew. Whether it was a bunch of guys, whether it was one girl, they didn't care. They were like, you know, you like what we like. It's good. Keep it moving. And that's the thing I tell people, like, you know, you, you really actually shouldn't need other people to validate you. Yes. So really you should embrace your differentness that's right you know what i mean that's right embrace the fact that you know you like these things that other people maybe not don't like or, or embrace something that you think people would never know you like i walk around the street all the time and people are like you don't look like the type who's sitting there talking about chipsets and ps3s and all this other stuff and i'm like well that's what i do right that's what i do right i do this son <laughs> and do not be fooled tatiana does have that street vibe when she wants it she has the card <laughs> i witnessed it with her and her girlfriend they speak a language that i will not talk on the radio and i was like wow tatiana really like, you, no, can you come can off like from, that like, the hood. Yo, i'm not from the hood i'm gonna put it out there i'm not from the hood but sometimes you talk like you yeah, really are I, from I, the hood I, i'm from brooklyn but i i will not sit there in front like i'm from the hood i'm not okay yeah, no, but you talk like but I have, I, but I hang out in the hood all the time. Oh, so there it is. So, you know, so there it is. All my so, peoples. Yeah. Just to let you know, right? All my people. So fan bros can be hood too. Yes. Yes. You could be hood, and that's and that's what we're trying to let you not guys know. You could be hood. You could be cool. You could be thoughtful. You could <laughs> oh my be God. emotional. You can be dope. You could yeah. be whatever you want to be. That's right. And also be a fan bro. That's right. So I think that's. That's something that we're we're about. But at the same time, I, I, I also like the idea that we don't have to define you as a fan, bro. You can like, you know, you can like whatever you want. But the point is to un, to, to be honest and about what you like and to be sincere about what you like and to not be ashamed about yes. what you like. I think that's the main, you know, yeah, so the, that's, the main message. So that's one thing I could tell my my past self, I would say. You don't need people to tell you that you're you're dope. You are dope. Wow. There you go. And brought to you by Oprah. Thank you. <laughs> What's up? That hashtag Oprah moment on Fambros. Hashtag Oprah statitude. There you go. Ninja. There, ninja. Yeah, one one show we're just going to have Tatiana ramble on in her hood voice. Oh, God. And talk, do the tech news in her hood voice. Hey, yo, hey, yo, you know me and John Laguerre. Well, see, why do I sound like sticky fingers when I start getting like that? You know, you just walked right into that. I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah, that was um, weird. But changing, changing gears a little yes. bit, we uh, actually wanted to let you guys know, rest in peace. Rest in peace. That's right. To Run Run Shaw. That's right. All hell Run Run Shaw. Run Run Shaw was the great producer of Hong Kong cinema, especially Kung Fu cinema. Mm. He was 107 years old. Damn. 
I forget how many movies he had produced. He was on that ginseng. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His wife was like, I don't know, almost 50 years younger than him or something. Are you kidding? Like something like that. I don't know. Uh, but he was still balling at 107. Um, one thing that I know about, I mean, basically, I came up in New York, you know, 70s kid where, you know, the Saturday afternoon kung fu movies, it was basically always a run, run, show affair. Mm. All the old 42nd Street movie theaters would always have the $5 double features. It was always a run, run, show affair. Mm. Wu-Tang owes everything they've ever sampled is probably run, run, show um, you know, not to go too deep into it, but yeah. he was really, um, you know, responsible for that kind of genre. At the same time, he was also like a stern taskmaster and he was mm. notoriously cheap. And one of his producers went left and created Golden Harvest, which is where Bruce Lee, uh, after doing his stint in Hollywood, went back to Hong Kong. Mm. And Bruce Lee started doing, uh, you know, kung fu movies or martial art wuxia films, but more kind of more modern but he met he went with golden harvest because he saw the contract that run run shaw had and he was like nah i ain't doing that because he's cheap so he was very he was I, yeah i guess you gotta he say cheap. he was cheap he was cheap. that's okay but but, but you said he's wanna, a very prolific yeah i mean he ran guy. basically a factory and mm-hmm. that factory for whatever it's worth you know they had their their the way they made their movies and we all enjoyed them so um you know definitely google run run shaw anybody who's a kung fu fan uh, there would be no, you know, Crouching Tiger, all that wire work, all that stuff started with the Run Run Shaw stuff. And he started way before the Kung Fu movies. He was producing movies, you know, all different types of movies. But basically Chinese cinema, one of the greatest exports of Chinese cinema of Run Run Shaw movies. Wow. And um, yeah, definitely responsible for all my kung fu flick knowledge all the toad versus tiger crane blah 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 all you guys out there you guys know this stuff better than me but yeah big up run run shaw r.i.p and uh i don't know if there's gonna be another one like that yeah they don't make them like they used to Welcome back, Internet. I hope that break wasn't too long. We're going to get right back into it. It is the new year, and the new year always calls for reflections of the year we just left. Yes. And we wanted to talk about the movies of 2013 that we thought were dope and will probably get an Oscar at this point. Yeah, it's, it looks like it's a kind of a crowded thing. Um, yeah, it's a crowded field this year, right? Yeah, and also a lot of the movies weren't even released till the end of the year. Right, right. They did, that these... sneak, they did that sneak Beyonce yeah, tip. Like, exactly. oh, we're here. Yeah, and just out of nowhere, there's like a whole bunch of movies that you're trying to find. And, you know, I got to be honest, um, a lot of the – I get screeners, so mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of these movies for free. And it's kind of like, uh, I should have seen these in the movies, right? Um, yeah. So I don't yeah. know. But I, I mean, if, if you works. got them, don't, you know, if you got it. Yeah, know? no, but I'm just thinking, like, don't you want to have a cinematic experience? I don't know. Releasing certain, them. Certain movies, you have, absolutely have to have a cinematic experience. Yeah. And so I'm getting screeners at the end of the year when the movies themselves don't really hit the theaters till the new year. It's kind of weird. I don't know. Or late in the year. It's kind of strange. But anyway. But my, my first nomination for the oscars would absolutely be gravity absolutely yeah. i already know that's going for it uh, i believe she's won several awards already sandra bullock shouts to her but um that movie see now that's one of the things you absolutely have to be in a, in a theater in to a theater really to see experience right what it's really how it's supposed to be experienced right all that satellite stuff when it's flying back at you Spo- yes spoiler alert everybody <laughs> if you haven't if you, seen listen, if, listen if you need spoiler alert by now yeah, if you if you need if you haven't seen Gravity by now, sorry guys, I'm I'm about to blow the whole shit up. Cause Listen, if you if you getting spoiled, you you just late to the party. So all that yeah, all that stuff flying back every you know, whatever thirty minutes or whatever that's the, that was crazy stuff, um, the effects and all that. But yeah, she she pulled it off. I mean, it's hard to be the only person acting and you know talking to yourself and kind of holding the holding it all together. Um, what other films you got? I would say American Hustle. I actually saw that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, American Hustle, I'm kind of in, uh, you know, a little cross, at cross purposes with uh, American Hustle. Really? Why? Yeah, um, I thought it was good. Bradley Cooper is really buffoonish in it to me. Um, well. And it's such a casino ripoff. It's such a Scorsese ripoff on the surface. 
There's a lot of other stuff. You know, I'm sorry if I'm getting a little too deep, but you know, the needle drops and a new song and to you know, to intro a new sequence. This is all so stuff. So you saying you think it was a Scorsese rip? Yeah, really big time. But it's not just a straight rip. It's actually more of a like kind of what Quentin does. It's like a sampling of a Scorsese film, but, mm. but not enough. I don't know. But I really did like Jennifer Lawrence. She was like really good. In That's that. my home girl. She, I was like really surprised how good she was in that. Yeah. You know. So yeah. big ups to her. I mean, I think she she could pull it off. Of course, we got to put 12 Years a Slave up there. Yeah. And, you know, you know, I remember Ben talking about he didn't want to see it or something like that. But No, we were talking about why it took us so long to see it. Right, right. Um, well, there's a, has, you know, I want to bring this question up because there's a lot of people I know, fan bros especially, <laughs> out there. I had to hit somebody up on Facebook. He was like, oh, how come... Uh, how come y'all thought y'all tricked me into seeing, uh, making me think that Twelve Years a Slave was gonna be different than anything I've seen before? When did we trick you? We ain't never tricked. We ain't never said anything to the contrary. But I was kind of like, he's like, but wait, me, and what do you mean? But he was like, let me go back and watch Django. So he didn't want to see Black Suffering anymore. And I'm kind of like, it's two different films, right? It is two. See, and that, and that's it's two different films. One and two, it is a big um, conversation. Within right. the community, everyone's like, "Well, I don't want to see black people suffering. Or I don't care about slaves and da da da." It's weird how polarizing, uh, yeah. uh, 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 you know, a history film could be. I, I don't know. It was kind of weird. Right. Like that's a that's that's a thing. Like it's not Django. It's a history. It's based. It's based on history. Right. If it was a Django, book- is loosely based on the aspect of slavery, and that's about it. Every everything else about it is a myth. Not obviously not getting beaten all that stuff, but the fact that Django ran around with with you know revolvers and blowing up houses and shit like no yeah Django is a comic <laughs> book Django yeah, is, you know it's like it's it's everything that you know you wanted to see in like 1975 in a black exploitation film I think Twelve Years a Slave is just different it's it, it you know treat it the same way you would treat like uh, Schindler's List or mm. these books that are you, you know turned into movies that deal with historical events. I don't understand why black people, I, I mean, I, I really have a hard time with some folks saying, you know, oh, I don't want to see a slave movie again. It's like, it's not even. I want to say black summer, but see, this year was full of a lot, not to say that it was only, but it was full of a lot of movies that, that had a focus on black suffering, quote unquote, if you will, because like, you had, you also had The Butler, which right. is not exactly suffering, but it does show the struggles of, yeah, of let's say black, black struggle. Let's say black struggles. Yeah, because black suffering is yeah, black suffering is a whole nother yeah, ball game. Yeah. Um, you have Fruitvale Station. The right, so, a true story and great film for what they how they pulled that off. Right. So I mean, just just there was I mean those were those were actually just really big movies just just in 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 people talking about it and right. people like interested in it. So right. and it just so happened that you know it, it was about the struggle. So I mean, deal with it. It's this is true life. Yeah, I think a historical document being filmed is has a lot more weight than, you know, am I just seeing the same old thing from Hollywood? And also, mm. if you study how or just read about how it, how hard it was to bring that movie to the screen, that movie was never about to be made. And I think, wow. and that's and that's why I feel like, you know, for people to just kind of dismiss it so so quickly as it being the same old, same old. I don't know. I, I really dug it. I saw it in the theater, and I really dug it because it wasn't the same old thing to me. But uh, anyway, you know, let us know what you think, fan bros. I know you already probably weighed in on this when Benjamin talked about it. but uh, Yeah, we talked about all of our favorites this year. Every episode we talk about our favorite movies coming out or about to come out. And this episode is actually no different because we are now in 2014, and we got to talk about the new movies. That that's are on the right. Way. That's right. So I'm going to read off a couple. I'm using as my source this io9 article that talks about the newest films uh, coming out that are sci-fi based and what have you. Okay. So I'm going to just shout out some titles if, uh, you know, and you just tell me what you think right ahead, right away. Um, I'm not going to go with the obscure stuff. Okay. How about we do, um, how about Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones? Hated it. Okay. 
<laughs> you saw it already? No, I just oh. for what? We we've seen it ten times. We've seen it. It's called Blair Witch Meets Paranormal Activity. All right, I like this. You should be the new, <laughs> the new Ro- Roger Ebert. Um, <laughs> Next, uh, Ban- Banshee Chapter. Have you heard about this film? What's that? It's uh, Zachary Quinto, Quinto the uh, oh, I like him. Spock produced yeah. the executive produced this film. That's also a found footage kind of film. Oh, he's not in it. No, he's not in it, and it's uh, an H.P. Lovecraft uh, kind of ad- adaptation. Um, it's on video on demand right now. So is it can, like a horror? You can probably, yeah, it's horror. It's about a guy who has like sees things and the government's kind of after him. He takes a drug. It's like hallucination <laughs> stuff. Okay, I might, I might, I might look at it. Might. Check that Only out. because you said Zachary. I Frankenstein with Aaron Eckhart, Two Face. Hell to the nah. Really? Hell no. That that joint looks so whack, man. You don't want to see Frankenstein kicking ass? No. Premise, that's so stupid. It's the guys who made who and produced. Then, and then Aaron Eckhart. I what is, he, what is his stupid tagline? He said it was so dumb. I got so mad when I heard him say the tagline in theater. God will surely damn you. He already did. You know what though? See, this is where I think Fambro stuff really pays off. Yeah. I Frankenstein needs to be a person of color. Like the new Frankenstein has to be a person of color. It has to be a mishmash of like an Indian dude, a Latino (laughs) dude, because he's got all these like half face scars. Like they put his face together. So what you would do is stitch. Uh, uh, Such a black, good, black, you, a black dude. You take an Indian <laughs> cat. You take an Asian dude, and so the guy's face has to be multi-patched like those seventies, like like jeans. That would actually make more sense in this movie. Though. That's what I'm saying. The, like like I think this is the kind of movie that could use a fan bro treatment. Yeah. And you know, no diss to Aaron Eckhart. He's. I, I mean, he's a great he's guy. A great I don't actor. like this movie, Aaron. This is one of your mortgage movies. We get it. You just using this to buy off, you know, your Malibu mansion. We get it. You're right. Well, you never know. It's it's it's, 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 it's okay. It's, <laughs> Moving on, uh, we got in February. We got RoboCop. I am torn with homie from the killing. I'm torn because okay. it looks damn good, right? But it's PG thirteen. Mm. That goes against the entire philosophy of the original RoboCop. The original Ro- RoboCop was a hard R, a hard yeah, R. Yeah, yeah. Like no ifs ands or buts about it, man. So for something to come up and be like, oh yeah, PG thirteen, and you know PG thirteen means it means we ain't showing you everything. It means we're gonna go soft. So I'm just sitting here like, you know, but I, I'm gonna still watch it simply because it is it is RoboCop, and and that's what they're betting on. You're gonna watch it because it's RoboCop, and it actually does look good. It looks good. Looks. It looks good. Looks in terms of 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 eye candy and things like that. Right. Have no idea how it's gonna play out, but we'll see. Right. Right. Um, also coming up is uh, Captain America the Winter Soldier. Yes. You're a Captain America fan? No, but I'm going to see <laughs> I'm not the biggest Captain America fan. I'm not. But this movie looks dope. Really? Particularly when I was I forgot which movie I was watching. But I saw the trailer for this one for the for the next time um, at Captain America movie and I saw the scene where he's in the elevator busting everybody oh, upside yeah. the head pop yeah, pop yeah, pop. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean just that intro alone, I was sitting there like, "Oh, I want to see this. Well, post Avengers, I think all these Marvel movies have to step it up when it comes to action. Yeah, and, I, I think uh, this one is because I, I the first one was it was I. Yeah. No, no, but I think this one's gonna be good. All right. Um, speaking of Captain America, for all you fan bros out there, check out W. Kamau Bell's uh, segment on YouTube with the Sikh Captain America, where uh, one of the correspondents, Hari uh, Kandabalu, I think his last name is. He, uh, sorry if I butchered your name, uh, but he. You are DJ Ben. I mean, so it's okay. He, he, <laughs> he actually walks around with a guy who dressed, uh, who's a Sikh, you know, beard and turban, and who dresses as Captain America, trying to make a point that he's as American as Captain America. Oh. So they walk around and they do on the street interviews, and it's actually hella funny. Was he making jokes or was he being serious, like standing there, like? Nah, he was. He's kind of like really downplaying it, but his downplaying it is actually really f- what makes it funny oh, and okay. uh and and harry's really funny so his his commentary is really really funny. he says on youtube it's on youtube yeah 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 out. so check that out just in case you're bored with the uh tall you know white captain america <laughs> 
you can go with the skinny, short Sikh Captain America. Vegetarian. That's right. That's right. Um, and one of the guys uh, they interview is like, yeah, I don't think Captain America should be Arab. And the guy's like, well, he's kind of not Arab. He's Sikh. And he's like, yeah, but, you know, an Arab Captain America. And he keeps calling him an <laughs> Arab. Arab. And he's like, yeah, but he's not Arab. So anyway, we're, we we got a long way to go. But... Um, <laughs> Let's move on. So the next one, what about the new Planet of the Apes is coming out this year? Yes, I am interested in seeing that. Caesar's what about you? back. Yeah, I love Planet of the Apes. I, for some reason, the animation being an animation, there were some parts that I was like, yeah, I can totally tell it's animation. Oh, really? But there was something where they did a lot of eye shots. Like, and yes. this is, I'll let you in on a secret, Fran Bros. Animation is all about the eyes. If the eyes work, then you buy the character. Yep. And anyway, they did some good 3D work on it, but and Andy Serkis, of course, was a, was a Caesar. But there were a couple of shots that I really liked where they really established the eye contact, and I thought that that worked really well. And so, yeah, I'm, I, I want to see what happens. You know, last uh, we ch- we saw them, they were in the trees, right. the redwood they, they forest. They broke out. They broke out. They revolutionized yeah. themselves. Yeah, they was up in the trees. They smart as hell now. And and, and, and the, the, the the poster is actually, I, I'm guessing it's Caesar, but it's Caesar with a revolver yeah. shoot, holding it up in the air. Like, right. you know, right. he's about to bust some caps. So right, and I, I love I the know. trailer where he's he's got everybody at bay just waiting right before they're going to, you know, rush some dudes. I do have to say, Planet of the Apes always echoes kind of the social situation of the plight of the black man <laughs> in our country. And, no, I'm serious. That's actually true. No, I true. know. I know. I know. That's what the whole thing's about. But that's I'm right. just saying. I just The way that you said it. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes that comes out. But, uh, yeah, so those are the movies for, um, you know, there's, there's a couple of more. Um, you know, check out nine for that list. Um, but uh, I think those are the... The movies that I'm definitely looking forward to. This Oscar season is a little crammed. I don't, you know, hopefully one of these people, I don't know if it's going to be the butler or if it's going to be 12 Years a Slave. I hope Chiwetel gets it. He was really, really good in that. Um, He really brought out something, I think, a little different. I hope he does win, even though all these Brits are taking our... I mean, you know, even if they're black Brits. Idris, Idris is one of them. <laughs> Idris, they're taking all the good roles. Oh, yeah, him man. for, for uh, Mandela. That's right, for Mandela. That's right, which I didn't Because that was yet. another late, late, uh, late release. Definitely, definitely. So, uh, yeah, movies are looking, you know, on the up and up. We also, uh, you know, want to hear from you guys. Uh, why don't you let us know what kind of movies you're going to be into this year, um, what you're looking forward to. And, um, you know, let us know what you're very interested in and we will hit you up uh, and bring out your ideas on our show. We want to hear from you yes, guys. Yes. And obviously we're going to put up all these questions up on the website. We'll put it up on the SoundCloud just so you know what we're looking for from you guys. And if there's a movie that we, you know, obviously we're doing these big movies. If there's something that you want to share with us that maybe is a little under the radar, make sure you just let us know. Yep. All right. And we will be right back after this break. What's going on, fam bros? This is Tatiana King, the Grand Duchess of Tech. And your boy, DJ Ben Hameen. I don't have a special name to go after that. <laughs> You're a DJ. That's special <laughs> enough. Yep. I like to feel that. Listen. You guys, you need to subscribe. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on SoundCloud. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter. Follow, Follow us, us on, on Instagram. Instagram. There's a lot going on with the Fan Bros Show. You need to be a part of it. We have Tatiana King. We have DJ Ben Amin. We have Chico Leo out on a spacewalk. We're always here for you. Make sure you follow us. Subscribe on iTunes. What else should they do, Tatiana? I think they should follow me on Twitter. Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> just going to get a personal shout out real quick. Tatiana King. Follow her on Twitter. While we're at it, follow me at DJ Ben Amin. But like I said, follow Fan Bros Show. Subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on SoundCloud. Make your life better. Anything else? Love you guys. All right. And with that, peace. And we're back, fam bros. I hope that break wasn't too long. (laughs) It's your boy, DJ Ben (laughs) Hameen. Happy New Year, everybody. It's 2014. We're just kind of rolling along this episode. Um, this is your man, Kim Sonian, ghost producer here at Fan Bros. 
Everything Fan Bros. DJ Ben Hameen is in Ethiopia DJing for the sexy people. Mm-hmm. And he will be back for our next show. We are holding it down. So, Tatiana, you want to wrap it up for us? Yeah, definitely. So, like we mentioned before, we're still looking for writers for the website. Hit us up on our Twitter. You can hit us up uh, at Tatiana King, at Kim Sonian, at DJ Ben Hameen, or at Fan Bros Show. Uh, if you are interested in writing or if you have some ideas about what to write about or if you even want us to showcase your work, whether it's some art or anything like that, hit us up. Let us know. Um, definitely, you know, shout outs again. Shout outs 20 to our 2013 guests. We appreciate you. We hope that I know some of them might even come back. Maybe we hope. I mean, we had a really good run at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, I think we we have some tremendous guests lined up, really, from the yes. super famous to the super, you know, vanguard people you don't even know yes, about that yes. we're exposing to the world. And this year will be no different. We're going in, ladies and gentlemen. That's like right. I said, stay tuned for Fan Bros TV. That's right. Um, remember, we're also now we're going to be giving advice to our fan bros. Relationship that, advice. Yeah, so our fan bros that are in relationships or are trying to date, you know, trying to date someone, they're not quite sure how to express their fan broness. Sometimes it's hard to be in a mixed, quote unquote, mixed marriage where your fan broness is at a level 10 and maybe your partner's fan broness is at a negative 17. Right, right. And how I do mean, you mend those things? I mean, we'll, I, trust us, we'll be able to teach you how to make it work. Trust us. We know all the secrets. All of them. Also, Make sure you hit us up. Let us know about your 2014 Oscar predictions. We had given you a whole bunch of ideas. You know, we talked about 12 Years a Slave. We talked about uh, American Hustle. You know, we didn't mention any of the animated films. There wasn't that many. But like, like for instance, Despicable Me 2 came out. This, yeah, this I, don't, I don't do sequels. You don't do it? I mean, they're good. They serve their purpose. But being in animation, I, you know, that, uh, yeah, that yeah, feature yeah, stuff, yeah. I, 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 you know, unless it's like super innovative, I'm not you really. You don't care? I'm not really messing with that stuff. So I'll leave it to you other married folks who got kids and stuff. <laughs> and of course, let us know about the movies you're looking forward to for this year, for the new 2014 year, the new futuristic 2014. Yeah, and especially like casting ideas. I think you guys have a better yeah. casting eye than most casting directors. If you think that you could switch out somebody instead of it being the same old, same old, you know, uh, you, you got know. your own I Frankenstein idea. <laughs> yeah, man. I Frankenstein. Like, take John Cho, mix him with a little bit of black dynamite. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that would have been my Frankenstein. I would have had all kinds of dudes. Like, dude with a noon kung fu, and he would be from the hood, and he could fly. And, you know, I would mix it up completely. I agree with you. I agree. And with that, we want to thank you so much for listening to this episode. DJ Ben Ami will be back next week, and we'll see you then. Happy 2014, everybody. Peace. Peace. Fan Pro.